0: It's big announcement time. Drum roll, please. We are going on tour. Just, 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 just yay! Northern News live. Around the north. Of course it's around the north. We're not
1: doing any southern dates on this tour. No way. We are going to the big ones, our big ones in the north. We're going Sheffield. 23rd of June. We're going Hull.
0: 26th of June. We're going Leeds. 27th of June. And
1: we're rounding it off in
0: Manchester. On the 28th of June. What a week. Oh, my God. We've done some live shows in Edinburgh and London and we love them so much. They are so much fun. We do little fun headlines. There's slides, there's visuals. Oh, it's
1: brilliant. We can't wait to do it, and we can't wait to see you there. We'll see you in person. You'll see us in person. You'll see
0: our faces. You'll <laughs> see whatever attempt at merch I've cobbled together in a shed. <laughs>
1: So get your tickets now for the Northern News live tour at plosive.co.uk. That is P-L-O-S-I-V-E dot C-O dot U-K. We're going to get
0: chunked (laughs) out of our beans! Let's do it! Hello and welcome to Northern News, a podcast with me, Ian Smith.
1: And me, Amy Gladhill. I'm from a lovely little place called
0: Hull. And I'm from the thinking man's pontefract, Ghoul.
1: And we've been living in London, much to our family's shame, for too long.
0: So we're going to be trolling the newspapers to find out all the stories we've missed from the North. This is Northern, Northern News. News. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 36 Shut of Northern off. News.
1: 36?
0: 36 episodes. That's so
1: many episodes. What have you been up to? How have you been?
0: Well, since I last saw you, I was on holiday in Sicily. <gasps> Sicily? Did you know this about Italy? Go on. So um, you can't put toilet roll down the toilet. You just got to put it in a bin near the toilet.
1: No. Yes. They're, ha- they're having you on
0: there. No, no, no. <laughs> like, unless unless all the Italians have agreed. In Sicily, the two B&Bs were in, and in, like, restaurants, they say um, you can't put toilet roll down there, put it in the bin because you know, English people are used to disposing oh, of really? their toilet paper in a humane way <laughs> and not putting up the flip bin, put your toilet roll in with everyone else's toilet oh, roll. God. I look, Italy is a beautiful place, but that aspect of it is backwards as fuck.
1: But maybe they've got beautiful sewers.
0: Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure they have because yeah. they're not just sewers, they, nothing's gone in those sewers. <laughs> you gotta piss into the bin. <laughs> I, I, I think, unless I'm misinterpreted.
1: <laughs> you piss onto your hands, then you wash your hands in the sink. Yeah. That's fine. That's allowed.
0: Yeah, 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 We were staying in a room that, according to the pictures on Airbnb, it looked like there wasn't a wall between the bedroom and the toilet. Oh, my gosh. That you would have no privacy in the toilet. So we were going there thinking, oh, man, this is going to be a bit awkward. Where you picked that? Well, no, we only really it's only... <laughs> They have two pictures of a toilet and a bedroom. So only on the last picture you scroll along in where you're like, there's no, they're the same room. <laughs> but we get there and lovely development. There's a big sliding Great. door wall thing. Great. Um. So as we come in, we're like, oh, fantastic. <laughs> and then the woman says, um, make sure you put all your toilet paper in the bin. We're like, all right, so now we're sharing a shit bin. Oh, no, not a
1: shit bin. Yeah.
0: Well, Amy, what have you been up to this week?
1: I got on the bus here today.
0: Oh, someone's doing all right.
1: I'm doing all right. And um, I got involved in some eye contact that was very tricky to navigate. Oh. So basically, the bus was packed, right? Yeah. And I was wedged in. I was on the back seat. And you know where there's like, there's one person that has to sit in the middle. And I always feel like if the bus breaks quickly, that person's going oh, flying. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was there for a bit and then someone got off and then I moved along One, This other woman came and sat in the danger seat. This other man gets on and he's talking on his phone really loud. Mm. Like, it was bizarre how loud he was talking. But he's not speaking in English. And this is key, right, because he's talking really loud. And this woman who sat in the danger seat, she looks at me as much to say, look at him talking like that. But there was an air in there. Because other people were being loud, but there was an air in her eye. That's, <laughs> that's a very difficult thing to understand in New York, right. There was an air in her eye. There was an air to her expression in mm. her eyes that felt like she was only looking at me and nudging me because he wasn't speaking English. Yeah. But he was also being annoying. So what do you do? So I was trying to sort of give her a look back that said, yeah... But, like, yes, he's being loud, but he's allowed to talk in any language he wants. Mm. And that was a very difficult thing to convey.
0: And Yeah, with just your eyes. Yeah. Yeah, hold his hand, yeah, look at the other woman and go, it is a bit loud. <laughs> <laughs> or it's loud, but isn't it beautiful? It's a
1: beautiful language. Oh, it's like someone's singing.
0: <laughs>
1: but a bit too loud. But it was 8.30 in the morning and he's, I'm going to describe it as screaming. Oh. <laughs>
0: Screaming's not good in any language. No,
1: that's the thing, that's the thing. And I and I wanted to she's in the danger seat. Do you know what I mean? She's got enough on a plate. And I wanted to give her a look back that says, Yeah, it's not an ideal situation mm. to travel to work. This isn't a nice thing for humans to do. I know it's not nice, and I wanted to comfort her, but I also just really felt like she was xenophobic. And I've made a judgment on her there, mm. if I'm honest, based on her haircut.
0: Oh, uh, what was her what was a haircut? What what's a racist haircut? <laughs> Cause I want to look out for these people. I'm walking down the street. Anyone who's got this haircut you describe, I'm gonna um, racist. Should be ashamed of yourself.
1: It's the sort of haircut that women used to have in like the late '90s. Mm-hmm. It was a bit Pat Butcher.
0: Was it permed?
1: No, it wasn't permed. Uh, it was quite short, quite spiky, sort of like a frosted tip,
0: like a Christmas cake. Like I a I Christmas seen.
1: cake. Actually, it was beautiful. She's she's a beautiful woman.
0: Oh, yeah, you really backtrack <laughs> I'm now.
1: I'm and fro in. I'm absolutely sweating in this conversation. But what I wanted to say was, it felt like I was spinning lots of plates of morality on the bus. Yeah,
0: you know, it's best if ever you make eye contact with someone on a bus, just to shout, "Don't look at me at them." <laughs> just just a very quick, "Don't look at me," <laughs> and then they'll they'll often they'll listen to you. Yeah.
1: Mm. yeah okay well i'll do that then next time yeah i think she either did a tut or a sigh Mm. when he got on before he started screaming i kind of went oh you missed that bit out yeah but i wasn't 100 percent sure it was because of that you know i don't want to dob her in but i think he got on it's not
0: a good sign is it and she
1: was like i'm doing anything oh no yeah
0: yeah
1: sat next to bloody bnp betty over here yeah (laughs) in the danger seat
0: bnp betty in the danger seat (laughs) You should have, um, you should have uh, got the bus driver to slam on the brakes. I should have. Terry's chocolate orange. So,
1: Ian, what has been going on in the north?
0: Well, I'm going to tell you the first two words of this headline. Yeah? And I want you to guess. And I'm going to read them how it's spelt. The okay. headline is... Tickets, please.
1: <gasps> A snake. Yeah? A snake is on a bus. No, on a train. On a train. Snake's on a train. Snake's on a train.
0: <gasps> the sequel. Um,
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh.
0: In West Yorkshire, between Shipley and Leeds. <gasps> I've
1: been on that train. Oh, have you? Have I been in danger?
0: Yeah, because if it's happened on one, it's happened on them all.
1: Must have done.
0: The RSPCA. Yeah. God knows what that means. <laughs> <laughs> the Royal... Shakespeare, <laughs> Predator, yeah, Country Alliance, yeah. Say it's <laughs> unclear how a corn snake ended up hitching a ride on a train in West Yorkshire over the weekend. It's unclear. It's unclear a corn snake. Yeah, it's a lovely colour, and they're apparently completely harmless. But it's vivid orange.
1: Oh, if I saw that, I would absolutely cack myself would you? instantly. Yeah, if yeah. If one came into the studio now.
0: Yeah, be, I think it was they? horrible. Especially because we're sort of boxed in yeah. from the door. So what What do you do? You have to just jump over it. But they, I just feel like they would feel horrible. I don't mind the
1: feel of them. I've touched snakes. I, I don't have mind that. Yeah, they're very dry. Oh, really? They feel quite nice. They don't feel scary.
0: I thought you was going to shoot yourself at a snake a second ago, and now you're touching them up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a snake pervert. Don't Sounds say it like it. that. No, but I mean, like, I think anything when it's not meant to be there is scary. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm not scared of a child, but if I went home to my flat and I opened the door and there was a child in my flat, I'd be like, what the fuck is happening here? And it was just stood in my living room going, hello.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's scary.
1: That'd be scary. Do you know, I once went on a night out and then I was going back to stay at a friend's house in Leeds and I couldn't stay out as long as they could. It got to like 3am and I was like, I'm going home. So they gave me keys to go home and I couldn't work out where any of the lights were. But I knew where the spare room was. So I went I went to sleep in the spare room. Then they told me the next day the snakes had got loose. Huh? And they were like, we don't know where they are. Did you feel anything in the night? And I was like, no. And they was like, all right, well, yeah, just let you know the snakes are somewhere in the house. Were they joking? No. So I'd gone home God. into a dark house that I didn't know very well. Could
0: have trod on a snake. Could have
1: trod on a snake. Imagine getting into bed and there being a snake.
0: I would hate that for sure.
1: <laughs> Controversial opinion. If you just say, like, Oh,
0: what's that? and then you turn the light on, I'd be waking anyone else up in the house and tell you that.
1: There was nobody else in the house. Oh.
0: That's I'd be waking thing, up just, next door.
1: Yeah. Did Amy? Yeah.
0: Just go, fucking fuck!
1: What would you do? you just have to go stand outside?
0: I'd probably find that I moved in a way that would defy the laws of physics. <laughs> so I think I'd see it and I would just jump out of bed, yeah. but without having to push myself off. Like a I'd just cat go, when it sees a
1: cucumber. Yeah. Oh. Up! <laughs> do they hate cucumbers? i you not seen it. It's really sad, actually. I don't think owners should do it. But yeah, they think it's a snake. So their instinct ah. is to, they, like, fly up and all the limbs go straight and they they
0: leap miles do, into the air. Where do cats hear about snakes? <laughs> <laughs> What's he <they> bothered about? <laughs> where what? do they hear about them? Wait, so your cat's seeing the cucumber and it's going, oh, shit, a snake, that's a predator, that's going to come to me. Where do you learn about that? What like David Attenborough thing or something? Well, you how do you know what a snake is? It's it's instinct. Yeah, but it's been I... built
1: up over thousands of years. But
0: uh, as a child, yeah, if someone shows a cucumber to me, I'm like, no, ah, no. But a snake <laughs> could kill me.
1: Yeah, but if you were a child, you'd know that like a lion running towards you would be scary, or a shark would be scary. I don't know
0: if you would. I think you would. How old we talking?
1: Any age. Maybe not, not like, him, yeah. not, maybe like one week. Yeah, old. but I guess a
0: six-year-old would be like,
1: "I don't want anything to do with that." But
0: yeah, I, I I suppose hate
1: point.
0: Then why doesn't it shit itself at a, like draft excluder or a baguette, like anything <laughs> cylindrical? Cats just see something cylindrical and they're like, ah! so it's the inside of a bit of cling film. <laughs> anyway, so there's a snake on this train.
1: So, what's happened? Has the snake been captured?
0: So, the reptile was removed from the train and placed in a ventilated cardboard box by staff before being collected by the ISPCA. So, staff members oh. just done that. Someone took a picture of it, put it on Twitter. It's not known how Noodles, was given the name, oh. um, came to be on the train. Although the reptile was slightly underweight, which could. How is a snake underweight? It's just long. Say, <laughs> um, a fat snake. Um, could suggest the animal may have been out of its regular enclosure for some time. So people are saying it might have been, could have been abandoned yeah. or escaped captivity.
1: Yeah. Oh, Someone
0: dude. might have bought themselves a snake and then, after a week, what like, the fuck am I doing here? Ate to buy a cucumber. <laughs> oh, bloody hell. Are we all making the same mistake? <laughs> I've got, oh, what's this shop here that sells dogs, cats, big tank with one <laughs> cucumber in? Okay, yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> We got orange cucumber, okay. We'll do something with that. But
1: the snake's fine. Yeah, and no passengers were injured.
0: No. Oh. Uh oh. Okay, so eight dead, <laughs> eight dead on the train. No, apparently the snake. I imagine it might have a little bite of you, but apparently it's um yeah not bothered about people. But um important to say, the ISPC urges all pet snake owners to be extra vigilant at this time of year. So when was this article written? July 2023, snake escape season. Oh, they become more active during hot weather. Oh. So they're just like, get me onto a fucking train. <laughs> I want to go to the big city. Fucking, <laughs> where was he again? Shipley going to Leeds. Shipley. Is that... There's nothing going on in Shipley. Uh, I want to get to shopping centres.
1: Yeah, what's the one with the boat for a roof? The corn exchange. And oh, it's a yeah. corn snake.
0: Yeah, it's going to the corn oh, exchange. Oh, my God. Probably thinking there'll be more of my kind.
1: <gasps> oh, that's the saddest thing I've ever yeah, heard. Yeah, there's not
0: more of your kind. There's just record shops and wankers. <laughs> £6 pound for a pint. But what story from the north have you got, Amy?
1: Well, we're going over to Liverpool. Newlywed disgusted when she arrives home and opens her door. The mum had been on her honeymoon and was disgusted at what she saw when she arrived home. And I'm going to throw it to Ian. Ian, what do you think it was? She's been on her honeymoon. She opens the door. What
0: What's is there? Disgusting! Has someone put poo through the letterbox? It's not. You're not far off. You're
1: in the right ballpark.
0: Um, the ballpark of poo. Yeah, urine.
1: <laughs> not urine. Like dumped all the rubbish. No, it's like one. Well, it's one specific thing, but they've put four of them through.
0: Oh, is it like your takeaway leaflets? No, where people can get annoyed about them.
1: Some that's stinky. Oh, stinky
0: things, fish. Yeah, really. Yeah, someone posted four fish for a Someone lot of
1: has posted... That's funny. <laughs> I
0: have no sympathy for her.
1: Four fish. Four fish. Yeah. So, um, she she took to TikTok. And shared the footage of her shop yep. after opening as, the front door. As you door. should if
0: something bad happens in your life.
1: That's the only way you can resolve mm. things these days. And the video has now been watched more than a million times. But my favourite thing about this whole article is <laughs> it's the insult that she says on her TikTok. So She says, sir, just got home some dirty little twerp. <laughs> Let's put this through my letterbox. Dirty little twerp. Dirty little twerp. I presume it's twerp. It's tea. Three asterisks, three asteri, mm-hmm. and a pea. It's got to be twerp, hasn't it? Yeah,
0: that's mild think... for asterixing That's it, what eh?
1: I thought, because I was like, "Oh, what's that? Turnip, bloody hell. But no twerp, it's got to be twerp.
0: You silly little turnip.
1: Some dirty little twerp. has put this in my letterbox, and there's four fish that can be seen lying on the floor, two with their heads still intact.
0: Um, and yeah. does she know who's done this?
1: She doesn't know who's done it.
0: But do you reckon they knew she was on a honeymoon? So they're like, these fish are going to fester for two weeks.
1: Well, this is the thing. I was thinking, who could have done this? It's got to be, and I'm sorry if you're listening in, oh. it's your new husband's having an affair. He's been having an affair for a while and he said he was going to leave you and get with this other woman, but now he's gone off and married her, and this other woman is furious. She's absolutely furious. Mm. And she's, while you're on your honeymoon, she's put four fish through your letterbox. That's
0: what that relationship's worth to her. Yeah. Steal my lover? You're going to get four fish through your letterbox. <laughs> They're going to smell a bit. And two
1: of them's going to have heads on. <laughs> Take that.
0: It's like she's cut the heads off and then gone, that's too far. <laughs> that's, that's too far. Heads off. Come on, Mary, calm down. <laughs> but two fish isn't enough. No. No. So we'll put two fish with their heads or off Or maybe
1: she's trying to get them off and then she's like, this is gross. I, I don't mm. think I could cut a fish's head off. I'd hate to do that. Really? Yeah. I, feel I think like, I could. Could you? Do you know when, like, a fish comes to a restaurant and it's got the head on and that? A
0: fish comes to a <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> Good day.
1: And table for one. <laughs> Your regular place. Hey-oh. Oh. Hey-o, hey-o.
0: Would you like some onions on that? Oh,
1: not bad. Not good, but he went for it.
0: Yeah, that's tried my best. Hang on, so a fish turns up to a restaurant. Do you
1: know, no, when it, when you get a fish at a restaurant, yeah, and it's got its head on, and it's. I just think oh, I can't be doing with that.
0: Yeah, looking at you.
1: Oh God, because it. I know all meat and all fish is is a dead thing, but when it comes as a full corpse, it's just one step too far. Yeah,
0: you like I'd order a beef burger, but if I got a full cow,
1: yeah, on with my its plate, head and eyes,
0: yeah. I'd be like, um, can I take some of this home in a Tupperware dish?
1: <laughs> in a Tupperware dish?
0: <laughs> yeah. In a Tupperware lorry.
1: You haven't got a van, have you, out back? I could just... <laughs>
0: yeah. Have you got a van that I can then um, be popped on the insurance for and drive <laughs> home with this dead cow? This fully cooked dead cow?
1: How long will this last then? Just a couple of days? I don't know if I'm going to get through it. Mm.
0: But does, the, does this woman have any suspicions?
1: No, not really. But she has been targeted before. <laughs> <laughs> oh. She said, this is too far now. What the hell? They actually need to grow up. I'd stop posting and giving them the reaction. It's clearly what they want. So maybe she's been targeted before. She's posted it. And then whoever's done it's gone. <laughs> For that? Got a bit of yeah. attention.
0: That's gone viral, that.
1: That's gone bloody viral, that. So I don't... She, but she doesn't say who. I just think it's got to be. Mm. It's got to be a, a scorned woman. Or... A bored kid. Yeah. Do you know what I mean?
0: But I can't imagine a young child going to a fishmonger's and not and no. getting um I mean, I guess sometimes you get a full fish in like Morrison's. Yeah. I'm
1: but it does feel like a fishmonger's kind of job, doesn't it? Yeah. But imagine I'll the... have two Pollock and um hmm. I'll have two Haddock with the heads off. <laughs> oh no, fish pie, no no no, it's a it's a hell of a prank.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I just dislike someone in my local area. <laughs> I'm going to put them through their letterbox. The thinner the fish, the better.
1: Could you... Yeah, I need a smaller... It does have to go straight through the letterbox. Yeah. No, Um. No, she's on her honeymoon, actually. It's sort of a gift.
0: If the letterbox is tight enough, you would end up putting it and end up descaling it Ooh, as it goes through.
1: That oh could, that could be nice. Mm. But it's been hot weather, she said, and, um, yeah, it's, it, yeah. it stank. It bloody stank. Yeah. who was I talking about putting a fish behind um, a light a, switch a
0: radiator, oh a light switch
1: mm, I think it was on a TV programme or something you unscrew a light switch and you put it behind there because it's the last place that they'll look
0: not anymore it isn't
1: oh! if ever
0: I, if there's a weird smell in the house I'd yeah. be like, unscrew the light switch <laughs> like, which well, do you don't want to look in like the bathroom or anything like that or the kitchen <laughs> unscrew all the light switches <laughs> someone will have put some fish in there
1: I actually think it's just the bin. Get them light switches off the wall.
0: We will look in the bin second.
1: (laughs) None of your house electrics work. All the light switches are constantly off. Your house is pitch black.
0: (laughs) But they're not going to get me.
1: Well, there you go. That is the newlywed disgusted.
0: Well, I'm sorry to hear that.
1: Yeah. But I'm glad it
0: happened to you. Oh,
1: that's not very nice, but okay. All right.
2: Down. So, to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Have to get 30, 30, get 30, get 20, 20, 20, get 20, 20 get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash switch. $45 up for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
1: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. for tea,
0: ma'am. So, now it's time for our special guest. We're joined by Josh Jones, who according to his Wikipedia, comes from Failsworth in Greater Manchester, um, and the name derives from the Old English figgles, <laughs> um, which says probably means an enclosure with a special kind of fence. Josh, why were you fenced off <laughs> as a child?
2: Uh, <laughs> I thought it was called Falesworth because it was fail and it it's just a bit shit. <laughs> I've never Googled why it were called that. Do you know no. what I mean? But
1: is that the but, truth? Is that where you're from? You can't always trust Wikipedia.
2: I don't even really know where I'm from.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it says on the Wikipedia page for Falesworth that a current landmark is the Falesworth Pole.
2: <laughs> yes. Do you know what? what what's the, what's the poll? It's just basically where all the pubs are, and it's got a little tower, like a pole tower. But the pole is just what there's a load of pubs around there. Um, <laughs> but I don't really drink around there because it's a bit dodgy, I think. Oh. I'd never really speak about Failsworth because I kind of escaped as soon as I could. Mm. Where did you go? Salford, <laughs> <laughs> Sunny Salford, Sunny Salford.
0: So you were at uni, uh, Salford. Yeah. How did you find it? What was your What was your uni experience?
2: Yeah, it was alright. I um, well, I used to do quite a bit of acid, so I had to retake my first year because I was always after kick kick. <laughs> <What>? uh, <laughs> Yeah, I had to retake a a fucking performing arts degree. I failed the first year on a performing arts degree. We thought you'd be better on acid. I know. Well, I actually did acid one day and then didn't sleep and then turned up to an exam still kind of tripping. Oh, gosh. (laughs) I just want to say, for the record, I've not done any drugs in about nine years. Oh, well but when done, I was at UNET, I did dabble in a tiny bit of acid.
0: Wow. Just a tiny bit. The teacher must have been like, he's so surreal. Yeah. A lot of his, <laughs> yeah. his answers. He's
1: very committed. He's very committed yeah. to the performance.
0: <laughs> What's the weirdest thing you've um, seen or done on acid?
2: Once we all took a tab of acid and broke into of all the other darms and stuff, and we stole their brooms, and then we went and played quidditch. <laughs> So that were quite weird, and I used to live with a bunch of Viking reenactors because one of them did Viking reenacting, and then I lived with all the nerds who they would take, like smoke weed and do Dungeons and Dragons and that, and then they all got into Viking reenacting, and then we took acid and went to Laser Quest, and we went to Laser Quest as well as they were dressed as Vikings. That's not going to look historically right, is it? No, no, it was yeah. It was like Vikings meet aliens or something like that. It was that was pretty weird, incredible.
0: But then you sort of knocked the acid on the head a
2: bit, yeah,
0: to pass your your second and third year.
2: Yeah, no, I did. So I failed my first year of and I was closeted then as well. So it was so funny. The day I found out I failed and I had to resit my first year, I came downstairs and said to everyone, "I'm gay," <laughs> and then they were all like, "Josh, we know." And then I was like, and I've failed uni. (laughs) And I told everyone everything on the same day. (laughs) You can't
0: can't get angry at someone for, like, failing uni if you've just come out. You've got to be supportive.
2: So then I resat uni and everyone was like, Josh, I don't think further education's for you. But I was like, I'm going to do it. And I did. Uh, But but I quit drugs. Um, Then I stopped doing um, drugs. Well done. What was your best
0: performance
2: in uni? I remember once I did this sketch where I I dressed up as a sperm and (laughs) I I put pseudocreme on my face and a shower cap on and then it was like a sperm racing to an egg and then I just cracked eggs (laughs) on my head. (laughs) Oh, my God. As soon as,
0: as I asked you that question, Amy went to take a sip from a drink (laughs) <laughs> and in my head, I was thinking, you shouldn't have took a sip before <laughs> Josh started answering because it, it ain't, ain't going to be a, a normal answer.
1: Oh, that was a tricky swallow.
0: And so, talking about sperm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so many details in it as well. The pseudocrem, the pseudocrem, shower cap, eggs well, on the it, head.
2: It was funny, you know, because I were doing that and they were, that module was run by a teacher who was a professional comedian who'd just come in for like a bit and then after that he said to me you should do stand up he said don't do this sperm he actually <laughs> said stop with this sperm stuff he said this is too much i think you just talking is enough so that was how I got into stand up because ah. he's the guy who saw me dressing as a sperm and he went that's too much actually yeah. well, he's good. Oh, good eye
1: good to get he, that
2: he, yeah. yeah, well done that guy
0: has robbed us of um, you on the circuit as a character, actors like Sammy the Sperm.
2: Yeah. Do you know what, right? If I was like, I went to Eton and when then went Cambridge and did that, I would win all the awards and be yeah. a genius. But I think with a regional accent, you just get sectioned.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow, a sperm.
2: Yeah,
1: I love it. Have you got any stories to share with us from the North or from your family? Or
2: I think a story that I think sums up the North quite well is, so my brother it was like the first one in the family to go uni, right? He set up his own business and he was always in the Manchester Evening News as being like, working class lad from Failsworth who, you know, sets up his own business, blah, blah, blah. And then he set up like a really successful homeless charity in Manchester. and. Wow. Uh, Got like an award from the Queen. He's basically one of those annoying people who just does everything right. Yeah. <laughs> he's like the the family jewel Do you know what I mean? Right. But then he's got rid of his business the same month I went on Jonathan Ross. So I started to overtake him <laughs> a little bit. I think. But I, anyway, that's not the point. But the point is, he's really really nice, right? And during COVID, they were like knocking on his old. He, you know, his neighbour's doors, like, he's got, like, an eight-year-old neighbour and he's saying, do you want anything from the shops? Oh. And he always sees this woman and he says, she's probably mid-70s and she's always, like, hunched back in the garden and she looks a bit, like, bit withered and stuff. And my brother went and knocked on during COVID and was like, Oh, no, you're not, probably not supposed to leave your house. Do you want me to go and get anything from the shop? And he said she screamed in his face and went, I'm only 48, you cheeky bastard. <laughs> and then now, every time he leaves the house, she just gives him fucking daggers.
0: Oh, she must have just lived a life.
2: Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> and I, I think that's quite a northern story. That's perfectly yeah.
0: northern. 48. How old did he yeah. think she was? Mid-70s.
2: Fucking hell.
0: Wowie. And how long were you living in London for?
2: Uh, I lived in London for two and a half years, but I moved back to Manchester this month but yeah i hated london what about london compared to manchester was was most annoying well when i first moved to london i moved to peckham right and i oh, nice. i thought do you know what i can do london i've lived in manchester all my life lived in Salford 10 years i'm tough let's have it i moved to peckham and i was like fucking hell, i'm a country bumpkin <laughs> i was like this is right i saw a guy with a machete in a bin and i was like how am i paying this much money to be on the same street as him.
1: <laughs> wow. So tell us about your tour. Where
2: are you going? I've got into a load of places yep. in the UK. So I'm doing that up until Christmas time and then they're going to have some more soon for after Christmas and then I think we're going to have some more Northern dates and stuff like that. Oh, great. Yeah. Big but yeah,
1: tour. you
0: got to get up North. Yeah.
1: Big tour yeah.
2: for
0: Jonesy. I know. Jonesy. <laughs> Don't
2: tell <call> me that. <laughs> It's Josh now. I've had a rebrand. I've stopped fingering girls and I go by Josh. I grew that slit out my eyebrow and I'm a respectable human being now. Thank you very much.
1: Oh, well, Josh, it has been a pleasure to talk to you. Thanks so much for for doing this. I've laughed a lot. I've nearly spat a drink all around the studio. It's been a big day.
2: (laughs) Oh, thank you for having me.
1: You're very welcome, and everybody get tickets to see Josh because obviously he is hilarious and a real good egg. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> You're bye, bye, Josh. Bye. 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 Oh, my feet are wrecking. Ian, what has been going on in ghoul?
0: It's a big positive week for Gore. <gasps>
1: yeah. A lot
0: of the time when there's a big breaking news story in Ghoul, yeah. I, I need stories for the podcast. I'm looking at it going, oh, here we go. Oh, no, it's sad. Yeah, This is big news. Ghoul factory mm. to create 400 new jobs, Oh, the Finnish firm says. Um, I haven't told you what the factory makes. Any guesses? Wind turbines. We've already got one. Wow. Think what would represent a town well... When the um, name is rumoured to come from, like, open sewer.
1: Toilets. Toilet seats. Toilet, toilet. handles. <laughs> toilet. Less technical. Toilet.
0: They don't like it in Italy.
1: Toilet paper!
0: We've got a bog roll factory coming! Yay. 400 new jobs.
1: Oh, that's great. A
0: finished toilet roll manufacturer. This state-of-the-art tissue paper mill. In gold will be the largest of its kind in the UK, Medsa Tissue said. What happens to an air when it's got an umlaut above it? Air, eh? Medsa, Medsa Tissue.
1: <laughs> oh yeah.
0: And the firm said its landmark investment would significantly cut the amount of tissue products imported to the UK.
1: Oh right. So, so we're, we're going to make them, make, them here. We're making it here. We're keeping it here.
0: Good British toilet paper made by a Finnish production company. It's a Finnish business, but it's made in the UK. It's
1: made in the UK.
0: And you'll be able to tell. Well, yeah, but good news all round. really good news. It also makes paper towels and grease-proof paper, and it's going to create thousands of jobs in total across the supply chain.
1: Great.
0: But 400, it says, in goal.
1: That's a big amount of jobs, isn't it, to Mm. just come from nothing? Yeah, Nothing. The next day, you've got four hundred jobs. Yeah, I wonder
0: if there's four hundred unemployed people in Go. Surely. And they'll all be like, "Oh God, can't get a job anywhere. Only qualifications I've got is um, I'm good at making sort of thin reels of paper. <laughs> When's that ever going to come <laughs> up? Hang on a so second, I just got a news notification.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs>
0: ding, 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 medsay tissue. <laughs> um, oh, that's yeah, great. Essa Kaikonen the firm's chief executive, said Ghoul was the perfect location (laughs) for a toilet paper mill.
1: That's a neg, isn't it?
0: The perfect location, yeah.
1: That's such a neg.
0: Oh, yeah, you're the perfect location for a toilet paper mill. (laughs) All right. Thank you. Yeah, the Humber region provides a crucial gateway to the whole of the United Kingdom, and the region's ambitions to bring cutting-edge green technology and jobs to the UK matches our ambitions.
1: Hang on. So it's saying it's a green, it's an environmental thing. Yeah. But it's literally a paper company.
0: Well, yeah, but paper is sustainable. A lot of toilet paper is made out of plastic.
1: That sounds less sustainable.
0: Yeah, no, this is. A
1: lot of toilet paper is actually made of single use plastic.
0: Yeah. You do it, you throw it away, it doesn't biodegrade. Great. This is paper. <laughs> it's new. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I'm trying to, uh, Lord Dominic Johnson.
1: Yeah, what's he up to? He's the
0: UK's government investment minister. Oh, you don't need to tell me. Said the announcement was a huge vote of confidence in the region.
1: Yeah,
0: it would be. What lovely stuff. We'll have huge benefits for workers and businesses in Gaul. Because you're not just thinking about the toilet roll factory here. All the cafes. When the toilet roll yeah. factory workers are arising in the morning. Yeah. They want their bracky. They want a cup of tea. Costa's benefiting.
1: They want their lunch. Yeah. They need to get the bus to work. The buses are going up. The
0: buses are booming. We've got triple deckers now. The buses
1: are booming. After work, where are you going? I'm going down to the pub for one. Do you want one? The locals are laughing. Yes.
0: Okay. The local pubs. The, um, I forget the names of them now. The Jail I think it changed name because there always used to be Fights there And They tried <laughs> to make the name seem less like yeah. um, a jail. Yeah. But that's going to have it's people. It's booming. It's going to have Hundred people? All the toilet talking about is yeah. toilet roll? Yeah, great. How many reels did you do today? Wow, Forty-five reels of toilet
1: ball. me again, of course. Why wouldn't it yeah, be? Yeah, everyone
0: else is like, hey, this is the job for <laughs> gold workers. He's like, oh, I forgot my Yorkshire accent. <laughs> yeah, he's maybe undercover millionaire. Yeah. But oh, oh, then yeah. it would be a finished person and I'm not sure what accent to do.
1: And I don't think you should be. No. That's oh. bloody great news! Yeah. Well
0: done, Go. And I'll show you a little artist impression of the the place. They've planted lots of trees around. <gasps> oh, it's gonna look beautiful. It's a sort of industrial toilet roll factory that I'd go and visit just to have a look at. Wait, it's outskirts. a holiday destination. Yeah, the trees there is nice. It's nice. And they've got little lakes around the side. Surely that's just for the artist impression. They're going <laughs> to sack them off. Yeah, we've got a moat around our toilet roll factory.
1: I reckon you could just mop it up. You could mop up a moat with enough kitchen roll. Yeah. The strong stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm always amazed at what you can do. You've spilt some water and you think, oh, no, this is a towel job. Oh, this is going to be a bam. It's all gone. It's drier than it's ever been.
0: I remember seeing an advert, even as a kid, for a kitchen roll, where you like mop up a thing and then... Usually it's one use, but this was anything. Ring it out, go again. And I remember <laughs> oh! it's like an eight-year-old being, "No chance, <laughs> no chance at all, no." But wanting my parents to get that, to being like, yeah. "Mum, Dad, have you seen multiple use? <laughs> Buy one roll, that's you done for life. The amount of money you're saving on kitchen roll, you've done for life. Just reusing that same roll, pop it on the radiator, drying yeah, it out again. You could could you do that actually?
1: I'd give it a. Go. I'd give it a go.
0: Why has no one dried out the kitchen roll on radiators <laughs> and just reused it? I guess. right. one thing might be they're dirty.
1: They're dirty, and two, if you're trying to save money and save the planet, <laughs> drying stuff on. on a on a on, yeah. a on a gas radiator probably defies the
0: point. Okay. Well, I'm just you know I'm trying. I'm trying to save the environment.
1: <laughs> you're spitballing. And yeah. I appreciate it.
0: Amy, can you match that positivity for Astoria and Hull?
1: I can in a way. Mm. It's a big time for Hull. It's Hull fair season. Now, when this ep comes out, I think the fair will have finished. <sighs> but it's still Hull fair season. Have you been to Hull fair?
0: I know, I don't think I have.
1: You've never been to Hull fair? Yeah.
0: I think I've only been to like a fair a few times when it come in go. but
1: you never goal to Hull had Hull fair? quite a stabby vibe. Well, Hull's got quite a stabby vibe. Hull fair's... Notoriously dangerous, but you go to it.
0: No, I don't think that's, I've been. that's
1: mad because it's, like, such a big deal. It's an absolute bonanza and um, <laughs> it's so big. So it's like um, an actual theme park comes to the town. Mm. It's massive and it goes on for, like, a week, maybe two weeks. And there's Walton Street, which is the street that's got all the food things down it. And, like, even if you don't go to the fair... You go for a walk down Walton Street, like my dad'd take me for a walk down Walton Street, and you buy like hot chestnuts, and uh it's really it's really nice, and there's a really like traditional side to it, and then you go into the fair bit, and it's an absolute carnage. Yeah, it is carnage, it's like um it's like being on acid in hell. <laughs> <laughs> like everything's like dark and swirly, and everyone's loud and like. Everything seems to be in fisheye lens in your own
0: head. I do find fairs to be Mm. quite horrible.
1: Horrible place to be. Mm. But when you go as like a teenager and stuff like that and you're with your mates and you can go on rides and stuff, it's very exciting. Anyway, so the whole fair's coming and there's two separate articles here I'd like to bring to the table. Mm. La table, if you will. Yeah. And so the one article is just saying what rides are coming because it's like... There's hustle and bustle in Hull,
0: mm.
1: being like, what's coming? What rides are coming? Are the big rides coming? Are the bigger rides coming? Let me tell you. Sounds con-
0: like they're like, clicking their fingers and whispering, like, <laughs> what's coming? What ride are coming?
1: <laughs> like West Side Story. Yeah. I love that. So the article is about all the rides at Hull Fair 2023, including the latest new arrivals. Now, there's big talk about a ride called Toxic, Oh. Ian, I can confirm, Toxic will be at the fair.
0: Yes! Yes! Britney and Spears' song playing in the background, I reckon.
1: <laughs> it's got to be, hasn't it? Yeah. Unlike, What's the
0: toxic element of it?
1: Um, I think it just thinks women shouldn't be paid as much as men. <laughs> yeah, yeah think just general, that's ride. just the vibe the of The person it. in
0: charge of the ride <laughs> is just going, um, <laughs> the gender pay gap is completely justified.
1: Men don't need maternity leave,
0: so... Anyway, it's £2 a go. Just whizzing around going, (laughs) oh, you can't say that nowadays. Or just being like,
1: I don't think gender is on a spectrum. £2 a (laughs) go. Is this toxic, is it? Oh, brilliant.
0: I love the toxic ride. A lot of rides. (laughs) They're just normal rides. But with this one, he says some horrible opinions.
1: (laughs) The other article that is also about the fair says the items whole fair stalls are banned from giving away as prizes.
0: Oh, Now Guns.
1: It's got to be guns, hasn't it? Guns are literally on the list. There is a list that they've put out, including imitations.
0: Oh, okay. You can't even give an imitation gun out anymore. You
1: can't even give out dangerous items such as penknives, catapults or even drones.
0: Why did we vote Brexit if we can't give out (laughs) drones and penknives?
1: At at a family fair. If you can't win a penknife at a family fair... I don't, I'm don't. i not interested in going. Yeah. I don't care how toxic it is.
0: Put me in a cardboard box yeah. full of sawdust and let me hibernate. <laughs> let me hibernate until we've changed our minds on that.
1: Guess what other things the cat gives. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. There's ten things on the list. The thing that's not on the list is the classic goldfish in a bag. Oh. That's out. Oh, but as really? well as that, there's ten other things. You don't have to guess them all. Just give, give me a few.
0: Cat, dog, rabbit.
1: Animals is taken care of in okay. that. In
0: that one. Um, urine samples. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, you can give them out.
0: Blood. Um, <laughs> oh baseball bat.
1: No, that's fine.
0: Lighters, like.
1: Light. No, these are I all. Uh, what would be there No, you can't give out um, tobacco <clears throat> or vaping paraphernalia. Yeah, so maybe matches. That's
0: normal, isn't it? You've hooked a duck. What cigarettes do you want? <laughs>
1: You want Benson and Edges, lad? How old are you? Eight. <laughs> I give you menthol. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Things that you can't give out are air horns.
0: Yeah, kids alcohol, Kids aren't going sensible with them.
1: Drugs. <laughs> and drug-related items. Surely that doesn't
0: even have to be said, though.
1: <laughs> well, it must. I feel like these are all things that have been given out at some point that they've had to make this yeah, thing. Yeah. Uh, flashing dummies... I remember seeing him everywhere at fair. Like, the dummy, it's literally a flashing dummy. I can't really explain it more than ah,
0: that. What choking hazard, maybe. I
1: think maybe because it's got electrics in it and they're probably quite <laughs> shoddily mouth. made and you're giving yeah. them to children to suck on. Doesn't sound right, does it? No. Laser pens, silly string.
0: Mm. I didn't oh. expect that one.
1: Come on. Come on, give him a bit of silly string. Guns, tobacco, imitation knives or swords... Or your other dangerous items such as penknives, catapults and even drones. And if you if you break the law, £2,000 fine. Yeah. £2,000 fine, if you can believe it.
0: They're probably making that an hour on the uh, hooker duck. They've got to be.
1: That brings us to the end. What an ep it's been.
0: Thank you for listening.
1: Thank you so much for listening.
0: And hey, if you want more bonus content, where, if you can believe it, we really let loose. We do. Um, Join our Apple subs and our Patreon. For a little bit of money, you get a lot of bit of extra content.
1: (laughs) It's true. You can't deny it. That Mm. is true. But thank you. Thank you so much for listening. And a big thank you to our extra special guest,
0: Josh Jones. You've got to go see Josh. Very funny boy. And he is doing his tour, Gobsmacked. Why? Well, if you listening to this five years in the future, he's not doing Gobsmacked anymore. He'll probably be doing another tour.
1: Hopefully. Unless Gobsmacked goes so well, he's Extension. doing it round the
0: world. Yep. So go and see it. It's going to be running for five years. <laughs> Thank you for listening, everybody. <laughs> Thank you. See you next see you time. See you soon. Bye. 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 Hello, everyone. It's Ian Smith here from Northern News, the podcast you are currently listening to. And I'm here to tell you that I'm recording my multi-award-nominated solo show, Crushing, on Tuesday the 4th of June at the Pleasance Theatre in London. But I'd love to see some Northern News listeners there. We're recording the show. It's going to live online forever. So the more support of a crowd, the better. Hope to see you there.